and seen. Oh, hello. Is it, is it Mr. Jeffries? Yes, it, yeah, it's Mr. Jeffries. Yeah. Oh, hello, Mr. Jeffries. My name's Joseph, and welcome to the Norwich Dog Rescue Centre. Oh, hello, Joseph. I think I spoke to you on the phone. Yes, yes, I believe you did. I'm glad you found us okay. Oh, it wasn't a problem. No, those are quite well signposted, actually. And, and, and obviously, you're interested in a dog. You've come to the right place. Well, I spelled the conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking for some companionship, really. Oh, aren't we all? Aren't we all, Mr. Jeffries? We have a, a range of dogs here so shall I just show you straight to the pound oh, can, straight can, to the kennels we'll can, look around I can hear them barking I'm quite excited actually oh that's lovely I like it when you're, when no one is excited right Mr Jeffries so so I think this might be an ideal dog for you you said you're looking for companionship yeah I'm looking for someone some, 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 someone for companionship yeah so this this first dog uh, is called Jumbo and it's actually a Labrador Collie Cross now, now, of course, those two breeds famed for working with people, famed for their, their loyalty and companionship, being yeah. guide dogs and, and sheep dogs that work well with people. Yeah, it's quite, um, it's quite a frumpy-looking dog, isn't it? And I think, being a lab, I know that they're prone to get a little bit fat. So it's a bit frumpy and fat for me, to be honest. Well, I mean, they don't get as much exercise as, as they would, you know, with, with a responsible owner. We can only walk them so many hours of the day, so... No, I, I think I don't mean to be cruel. I'd say it a little bit quietly, but a bit too frumpy and fat for me. Oh. I, I couldn't see myself, couldn't see myself out with, with them for companionship. No. Okay, well we have some smaller dogs. So, so this this next dog, a beautiful little thing. She's called Jessica. It's it's a pug. I don't know if you can see her just in this kennel here. It's a very cute little thing. Oh, I don't. Oh, I know it's more like a midget, isn't it? I don't. I don't <laughs> think. For companionship, I don't think... I mean, I'm a normal-sized man, and like a little midget... A bit too small. Would be a little bit too small for me, yeah, for, for what I'm after. I mean, have you got anything like a normal-sized dog, not a beast like the first dog, because it just doesn't do anything for me? It's something maybe with a, a svelte sort of figure, maybe a longer nose or, you know... Oh, Mr. Jeffrey, I think I have just the thing for you. If we just come up a couple of kennels to the left... Let me introduce you to Grace. Okay, Grace is a oh. giant poodle. Oh my god. Can you see her there? Oh, she's lovely. Oh, look, she likes you. She's wagging her tail. Oh, I can see that. I mean, I'm slightly wagging my tail myself. I mean, oh, she's beautiful, isn't she? She's beautiful. She's, she's really nice. Oh my god. That's a, a giant poodle, you say? Oh, Mr. Jeffrey, I, I can see you're taken with her. I'm very taken with her. Oh, Grace, you say? Grace. Oh, what man wouldn't be proud to step out with Grace on his arm? Amazing Grace, we know her as of the shelter. Oh, I want her. I want her. I want to go home with her today. Okay, Mr. Jeffries, but we'll have to leave her here for now. Let's just go fill in some paperwork. Yeah, but let's do it quickly. Okay, I can see you, Keen. She is a classy looking lady. And scene. Um. N. Klaus. Yes. N. Klaus. Oh, it's Mr. Claus. Yes, hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. Can you just stand the other side of the line, please? Yeah, oh, very sorry. These boots are quite big, you see. Sorry. They are, aren't they? Um. 
Okay, so you've come in today to sign on and see if we have any vacancies that are applicable for you. You're currently unemployed? Yes, very recently, very recently. I was working right up through until near the end of December. Yes, okay, can the exact date that you stopped working? Oh, the early hours of Christmas Day! Oh, really, that's quite unfortunate. And, um, so what sort of work are you suited for? Well, I, I, I'm very used to delivering. Uh, I, I usually work uh, very intensely for short periods of time. Uh, I, I, I do most of my work over a period of sort of 12 to 24 hours. Okay, so so what? You're looking for a seasonal position that lasts for 24 hours? No, no, <laughs> young man, no. I mean, I, I'm looking for something to keep me busy, really, right through until next December. Okay, so you're not actually interested in full-time employment, you're only interested in a part-time position that will last 11 months of the year. Well, I, I mean, full-time hours, but a, a contract until December, ideally. How? What date in December? Oh, December 24th, of course. Of course. Okay, I think that's the best part of a year. We might as well just say you're looking for a permanent position. Just recap on your um, previous experience. You said you were delivering items? Yes, I, I deliver presents to every house. Have you, that's fantastic. So you deliver to houses, you deliver to flats, you deliver to bungalows. Yes, every You're a delivery driver. Every resident. Yes. Up and down the land. Yeah. Could you just answer the questions when I ask them? Is that possible? Yes. Excellent. Okay, because we'll get through this a lot quicker. Do you have a driver's licence? <laughs> oh, well, I have a rather unconventional vehicle, but yes, I can drive. Okay, fine. And um, you've got no points or penalties at all? No, no, no. The police don't tend to bother me. Excellent. Well, I think that you're, you're well suited for a delivery driver position and we've got several available. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Excellent. Well, you'll be able to start on Monday. Yes, that's brilliant. Thank you very much, young man. Yes. That's... I hope you look forward to a very full stocking next Christmas morn. Yeah, thanks. We, we don't get into personal conversations with clients. Um, next, please, can we have a H-Shipman? H-Shipman. And scene. And now, on Radio 4, it's time for episode 4 of 116 in our series, Abe McKenzie, The Greatest Head. This week's episode sees Abe recount his encounter with Prince Andrew, the Duke of York, from 1993. Well, I, I think the first thing, the first thing that struck me when I first met, uh, first met Prince Andrew, the, the, the Duke of York, was just how sweaty his head was. I mean, it really was like he was covered head to toe in baby oil. I, I, there he was in my tape measure, there he was, trying to put it around his head. Well, I say around, have you ever seen his head up close? It's like a brick. It is like a brick. And I was trying to figure out the right angles and just how I could fit a hat on such a cubist man. But it kept slipping off. It was slipping all over the place. My hands were just covered in this... I mean, it was, it was like a grease. He sweated profusely from the minute I walked in to the minute I left. So there I was. I, 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 I turned up to his, his private rooms uh, in, in Sandringham. You know, there I was, Abe McKenzie, you know, Milner to the stars, uh, seeing his Royal Highness for the first time and his private apartments. Uh, I actually thought I'd, I'd, I'd taken a wrong turn in the corridor or something because it looked like a crash. It was full of 
it was full of very young people, uh, very young, very young girls from from, from what I remember. Uh, and all these pictures of you know like six foot daisies and all the princess sort of monikers and, and things all over the walls and I, I wasn't quite sure what was going on, but there he was, sat in the middle with this 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 I guess harem is really the closest word I can think of of prepubescent girls, uh, just 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 sweating. He was just sat there in a loincloth sweating with his big head like a brick. Just like a brick, sweating in a loincloth. But really, what can one say? Apart from, you know, your, your Highness, I'm here, you know, middle to the stars, Dave McKenzie, at your service, and I doffed my cap because I'm never without a hat, naturally. And and he was he was just sweating. And um, you know, I, I never mind talk about nursery. It was like a nursery. Talk about the nursery rhyme. I tell you what, that grand old Duke of York. Never mind ten thousand men. He had ten thousand little. I mean, I think the oldest one at best might have been sort of... I mean... And next week, Abe McKenzie recounts his encounter with the famous serial killer, Dr Harold Shipman. And scene! Yes? Oh. Oh, hello! I believe I have a parcel for you. Excellent. Just give me the parcel. Well, hang on there, little boy. Have you been good this year? I'm 37. Is that parcel for this house? Oh, well, that depends on whether you've been good. I've just come off a work call to come down and answer this bloody door. Is that parcel for me? Well, that depends. What did you ask for from Santa this year? Oh, for God's sake, give me that parcel. I'll just give it here. Uh, hello? Hello, is that... is that Harold? Harold Shipman? What? <laughs> I'm looking for a good little boy called Harold Shipman. What? Oh, let me check my list here. I've got it on the naughty there and the good... Oh, I'm sorry. This is for my next... This is my next delivery. <laughs> what? Are you Colin Goodman? Y- yes, I'm... Oh, Colin, my man. Have you been good this year? No, my name's Goodman. <laughs> oh, Colin, I know your surname is Goodman. I'm asking if you've been well behaved. What? Who are you and why do you want yeah. to know this? <laughs> oh, my name is Mr. Claus, young man. Am I here to deliver your parcel from... from Amazon? Thank you. Here you go, young man. Thank you very much. Good- Merry Christmas. It's, it, it's January. <laughs> oh, good tidings, young man. Goodbye. Bye. And scene. And now on Radio 4, it's time for the listing project. This week we're coming from the Lincoln area, hearing a reminiscence of a grandfather and his grandson. Yeah, we moved. We moved there, and you know, but the house next door was a lot smaller than you. Than you. Than anyway, your grandmother's vagina. That was the thing that you. <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember much about your grandmother and her vagina? Not really. Well, it's um. A lot of people used to. It was quite famous. It was quite famous. Your grandmother's vagina. Was it? Yeah, it was famous. I mean, people used to always asking me about it, asking me about how how, how Betty's vagina was. 
Why did they ask that? Well, they just uh, had a bit of a bit of a pungent sort of aroma to it. Bizarrely enough, what did it smell like? Well, you know, like a vanilla candle. Yeah. But your grandmother's vagina smelled a lot like a vanilla candle. Really? Yeah, really. And then Betty Vanilla, they used to call her, because she couldn't, everywhere she went, she could never sneak up on anyone, because people would go, ooh, vanilla, it'd be like Betty's Betty's vagina. Oh, all the time? You don't remember that as a kid? No. She used to have, a, have you on your knee all the time. No, I don't remember vanilla. Do you not remember we couldn't eat a savoury dinner with her in the room? Is that why she ate her dinner outside? Yeah, that was why. That was why. I mean, all weathers, she used to go out on the back step and she'd have her dinner on her lap. And she said, I don't mind. I know it's my vagina. I know my vagina smells like vanilla. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, Betty, love. But, you know, we're trying to have fish and chips in here. It's just not... It's pungent. You know, it's very pungent. I guess it's quite a nice smell. It is a nice smell. It could smell a lot worse. So I single-handedly killed every single terrorist and I got awarded the George Cross. Did you? Yeah, but I'll tell you one thing about your grandmother's vagina. What's that? Really smell vanilla. Very strong. And scene! Hello? Oh, hello! I'm looking for Mrs. Grace Jeffries. Uh, well, well, I'm Mr. Jeffries. I'm sure I can take that parcel from you. Oh, young man, I'm sorry. I need to see Mrs. Jeffries herself. I have a lovely parcel here for her from... Oh, sorry, let me look. From lovehoney.com. OK, yeah, not quite so loud. I mean, we're quite close to my neighbours here. I, I, I'll take that for her. She's, she's out of <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. Is it, is it Mr. Jeffries? Yes, it's Mr. Jeffries. I, I need to see your wife, sir. My boss wouldn't be happy if I let any Tom, Dick or Harry sign for this parcel. I'm sure I can take it. She's, she's just... She's indisposed at the moment. She oh, can't but come. if she's in the house, I must insist she comes to the door. There's a... Black lace teddy here. Yes, yes. Shh, shh, shh. That's that's quite confidential. But um, I just I just, I will go. Well, I can't go and get her. I'm but, guessing uh, she's been naughty this year, <laughs> or certainly about to be. Oh, <laughs> she started defecating behind the sofa. But I mean, she's getting used to the environment. <laughs> oh, I'm I, I'm sorry to hear that. Can she come to the door to sign for this parcel? Um, okay. She she can, but you mustn't judge. Okay. Grace, Grace, he he come, he come, he come, he come, he come to the door. Come to, stay, sit. She's been very good for you. Oh, oh Mrs. Jeffries is a is a dog. I see. Yeah, yeah. That's um. That's that's um. Grace Jeffries. Oh, I thought it was a small teddy. It's is. Is it for the... Could I take that from you? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Thank you. Oh. Oh. Thank you. Sir. Happy February. Oh, good, good, good tidings. And scene. <laughs>